Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And a good Saturday morning and a happy Memorial Day weekend. Thank you for kicking off your weekend with us on the Weekend, uh, Monday, the official holiday where we honor those who made the ultimate sacrifice. So we will have the freedoms to celebrate things like fishing and hunting and barbecuing and picnics and sporting events when the government allows us to do that. (laughs) Anyway, that's another story. Happy Memorial Day weekend. What are your plans for the big weekend? Well, this is the last weekend for you spring squirrel hunters. The squirrel season will end. Uh, It is also known as the Gumbo and Jambalaya Made Ingredient Collection Days. That could be another name for it. As one closes, though, another opens. Red snapper season officially kicked off for the offshore Alabama and Louisiana fishermen, and that happened yesterday. A lot of snapper hit the decks, and I'm sure there will be a lot more coming up uh, today and tomorrow. And on into Monday, this is one of those four-day weekends uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. The other one will be during the Labor Day weekend. And that will continue on three-day weekends until we reach the harvest quota. If you're one of those offshore fishermen looking for snapper, I'm going to remind you about something a lot of fishermen forget, but it's very important. More good news. Yes, there will be a 2020 Grand Isle Fishing Rodeo that was announced earlier this week. Uh, don't forget this is the kickoff today of the CCA Star Rodeo. Please get your ticket. I am so tired over 26 years of having to tell sad stories of people who caught one of those tagged redfish and didn't cash in on it because you got to have your ticket before you fish. So make sure you get one easy enough to do. We'll tell you some places you can do it, or you can always go to ccastar.com and register right there online. We also have uh, Elmer's Island has been reopened now for a couple of weekends. We also have another free-of-charge popular bank fishing spot opening up. This one, freshwater spot, I'll tell you where and when that's going to happen. Also, through the generosity of Louisiana residents, it just never ceases to amaze me. Through the work of just two nonprofit organizations, some volunteers and donors, there were a total of 392,000 meals have been provided. We'll tell you how you can get involved in that. Uh, The turkey validation report, wild turkey in Louisiana report is in And the results are not surprising, but maybe not for the reasons you might think. We'll explain that a little bit later on. Also this week, uh, on my website, on the radio photo, there is a copy of a membership renewal for Ducks Unlimited. And if you, like me, are a former member of Ducks Unlimited, this is the first time I've ever been asked on a renewal application why I would not be renewing my membership. I'll tell you why I answered. I'd like to hear why you or how you answered it. There's several boxes there to check. 
and also a little comments line. If you got one of those in the mail, text me. Tell me what your response to them was. That's at 870-870. Also, a prediction I made, and I don't think anybody's going to be surprised to hear this, the fishing license sales in Louisiana went through the roof for the last two months, and I think we all know why. I'll give you the exact numbers a little bit later on. And in a sad lead-in to the National Safe Boating Week, four men last week charged with boating violations, and they are this week's bad boys of the outdoors. 87870, we love to hear from your text messages. Please send those to us and tell us who you are, where you are, what you got going on on this Memorial Day weekend. Questions, comments, whatever, we love to hear from you. We'll be right back to kick it off, get Robbie Campo on the line with us. I know, boy, they have just been knocking the speckled trout out down there, and bait is always a, a concern, whether he will run out, and he's always keeping us up to date. He'll do that coming back right after this three-minute pause where you're listening to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. All right, and here's your forecast for the Gulf Coast area, looking at about a 30% chance of pop-up rain. Some people will get it, some won't. It's summertime pretty much. Southeast winds 5 to 10 offshore, 2 to 4 foot. That's not bad to get after those red snapper. Interior lakes and bays, southeast winds 5 to 10 means nothing but a light chop. Tomorrow, a little bit higher chance of the rain at 40%. East winds 10 to 15, that's 2 to 5 offshore. Southeast winds 10 to 15 on the inside, light chop on those protected waters. A Mississippi River stage is around below 14, somewhere around 13.5 and dropping, and your average tide range is nearly a foot and a half, so you got a lot of water rocking and rolling. you got light winds. you got bait in the water. It's time to get out and fish like a lot of people have been doing. One of those hot spots is Shell Beach, Louisiana. We go to direct to Campos Marina, where Robbie Campos standing by. Okay, Robbie, give us the spiel this week. What's it like? Well, I tell you, Don, um, you know, uh, as far as snapper fishing that started here, uh, season opened up, those guys who got out did very well. Um, the speckled trout fishing around the inside in uh, Shell Beach area, you know, um, from um, Martellus Castle coming back down through the eastern shoreline, uh, Shell Beach eastern shoreline of Lake Bourne has dropped off dramatically. It's not like it was a week and a half ago when it was slamming all these trout over here. Um, I, I kind of think it's due to the amount of boats that's out there running around, Don. It's just, I, you you have, you just cannot imagine. <laughs> just can't imagine the amount of boats. That's, <laughs> that's, you know, there's 20 boats on a spot. It's, uh, it's pretty chaotic out here. So, uh, you know, um, uh, people arguing and high on each other, have patience, people, you know, a little bit of respect. <laughs> Uh, it, it's 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 nuts. But the average catch around here for the last three days has been, you know, twenty to twenty-five uh, trout. You know, but they but they also catching mixed stuff to go with it. You know, some sheephead and some catfish and you know uh, freshwater cats and you know so uh, redfish. So uh, you know everybody's you know they're not they're not going home empty-handed. They just they just not catching that big trout run a trout like they were uh, last week now at the islands if you could get to the islands the islands has been the spot um breton island is good chandelier is good so uh a lot of fish caught out that way um the water around the christmas camp lake area has been a little bit shaken up a little bit dirty hasn't been that you know uh, that clean around that area but you know the wind has been blowing turned back out of the south here for the last couple of days so 
maybe today I'm hope, hopefully that that area will clean up because they had a lot of fish in that area. Anastasia has been good. And the Long Rocks has been, well, you know, the Long Rocks is a parking lot. I don't have to tell you about that. Uh, but all in all, I mean, there's no sense in staying home. Just get out here, come fishing, enjoy yourself, get out the house. You know, it's it's time. It's Memorial Day weekend. Um, we are a official way station. Today kicks off the star tournament. So if you need a star tournament ticket uh, and you're not registered with uh, for a star tournament ticket, Come see me here at Campos. I will hook you up with everything that you need for a star tournament if you want to enter that. Um, and we are a way station. So if you catch that fish or if you catch that tag redfish, you bring it to me and I'll, and uh, they got a truck on the line, an RV that's $500,000 in prizes, I, I would suggest everybody get one. Um, uh, let's move over to this bait situation. Don, it's tough. If you're coming down in the fish to St. Bernard area today, Stop and buy some bait up at Bait Inc. or Friendly Fisherman or Eddie Pinto's. These guys are kind of forgotten about. Uh, they have plenty. They have plenty, plenty bait on hand up there. Stop and get some bait. We have so many people fishing down here, Don. It's not that we're not catching it. It's just we can't keep up with the amount of people that's fishing. And this is going to be for every marina down here. So just when I run out, they can say, "Oh, well, we're going to go over here. We're going to go over there." This is, I'm telling you, stop up at Bait Inc. or uh, Tony Cochi or Mr. Eddie Pinto's place and pick up some bait if you're coming down here. If you're in the Shelmet area you're, and you're passing Valero, turn around. Go get it. If you want live bait today, I, w- I want everybody to have the opportunity to fish with it, and they have plenty on hand because we're going to be out here shortly. There's just so many people down. It's just it's just. You just cannot believe it. So, um, you know, with that said, uh, you know, like I said, I want everybody to have bait. Um, But on the flip side of that, our boat is going to be dragging right here at Shell Beach. So when we run out, (laughs) if you go right on the side of the boat, as soon as daylight comes and scoops him up from Michael, he's going to be dragging right here. So we're going to, you know, you could, that's an option also. So, um, but, if you're coming down, you've got a chance to stop and get some now, get it, because they have plenty on hand. I spoke with both guys, uh, and they and they, they filled in for Eddie. Eddie said they said he got it plenty shrimp over there, so go just stop and get some bait. I, I encourage this, you know, spread the wealth and take help these guys out. It'll help us out. It'll help you out. This is a win-win for everybody. So um, there you have it, Don. You know, Robbie, over in the Coquitry area, they sell a lot of bait off the boat, like you're talking about with uh, Michael doing, you know, selling them off the shrimp boat. And who knows, that may be a thing to come. You know, it's already out there, and sometimes people run short or they weren't able to get it. And if you run into the boat, do the deal right there, you well, know. Of course, yeah, I guess well, you have to do be, cash only. Exactly. <laughs> no credit. Um, he's going to be, yeah. <laughs> well, or you could just pay it to us when you come back in. It doesn't make a difference. Um. You know, Don, look, we're, yeah. we're really easy around here, uh, but we want everybody to have the opportunity to get bait if they want bait. So, um, you know, with that said, uh, you know, just make a left at that bridge. Come on down and see us. We're going to get you parked. We're going to get you fishing, and and hopefully you can go out there and make everybody else happy and get something to eat, too. So, uh, you know, like I said, I, make well, a left. Keep me updated, Rob, yeah. as the morning gets on. 
Yeah, keep me updated because, you know, people, uh, some of them haven't started to drive down there yet, so let me know. And one other thing, uh, uh, croakers. It's a little early yet, but do you have any croakers? Because those trout, you know, they love them croakers, too, and a little bit later in the summer. I tell I you, Don, we had uh, Michael saved about, I don't know, maybe seven, 800,000 maybe the other day. <clears throat> we put them in the tanks. And they were looking great. An hour later, they were all dead. I, I think the water, we don't have enough salinity in the water here to keep them alive. Um, we've tried uh, putting them in different tanks and adding salt. It's just, man, it's it's a pain in the butt. It just, I cannot, I don't know what I'm doing wrong here, but I just cannot keep these things alive. Um, I, I could get maybe 50 yeah. to live out of five or 600. It's just, so we, we just, you know, really haven't been, trying to fool with that just been uh staying with shrimp and uh and you know what we <laughs> what we know works so <laughs> we kind of got this figured out a little bit don so we've yeah. just been doing what we do every day you know and staying with the shrimp well maybe maybe check with uh you know maybe some of the biologists and find out you know what salinity that the croakers will survive and you can maybe just check your water right there and at times when it's high salinity when you got a lot of south and southeast wind for several days, you know, and not too much fresh water coming through, you might be able to keep them and sell them, you know, because that's, boy, that's a dynamite bait. I love to fish with croakers, live croakers, especially those big ones. Oh, yeah, it's it's definitely it's definitely the ticket, that's for sure. So, um, uh, so you know, but, uh, you know, but I do see these trout getting eggs in them right now, and I think the migration for these big trout that's around the Lake Bourne area is about to happen. I think they're going to they mosey their way out to uh, – you know, out to the uh, to the saltier waters, the ladies' age. Uh, I could see that coming. Um, but anyway, Don, uh, I'll keep you updated on this bait situation here and throughout the morning. And uh, my, you know, and but remember, people, if you're coming down here, David Dixon over there baiting, Tony Cucci at Old Golf Outlet Marina, Eddie Pinto's, stop and give them some business. They really need it. They have a lot of shrimp on hand, so, um, you know, it, it's a win-win for you and me and everybody else, so <laughs> everybody gets to get their stuff. So with that said, uh, there's your fishing report for this for this week, Don. Okay, buddy. We'll be looking for your updates right. on, this, on the bait situation. Thank you as always, Ron. Okay, partner. All right, man. Bye-bye. All right, and don't forget, uh, Robbie mentioned you can get your CCA Star ticket there. He's also an official way station. So if you get a big trout or you catch one of those reds or any of those, you know, it's 25 different divisions, bring your fish there while you're at Shell Beach and get it officially weighed in. All right, we come back after this. Going to check up on your text messages and tell you, <laughs> you don't think a lot of people fished last month? Let me wait until you hear the number of licenses that were sold compared to last year. We'll be right back with that and a whole lot more, what you and I love to talk about. It's the Memorial Day edition of the Outdoor Show with Don DeBute. You know, I don't think it will surprise anyone uh, when I tell you that there was many more fishing licenses sold during the first month and a half of this uh, stay-at-home order than was done during the same time in 2019. Um, in fact, the licenses sales of both basic and saltwater license passed way up uh, for the past three years over the same month. In April last month, uh, residents purchased 39,702 basic fishing licenses compared to 18,901 in April of last year. That is a 53% increase. 
There was also 21,000 more saltwater licenses sold to only 13,000 in April of last year. That is also a huge 35% increase. Now, what is that going to mean in a state where the biologists are telling the fish are overfished on speckled trout? Uh, I got to think that they're going to take in consideration the, the fishing effort is going to be on the upswing, and I think this is going to continue. Uh, as long as there's shutdown and lockdown of other events that normally would compete with people getting out and fish, there are just a lot more people on the water. All right, we've got a lot of text messages coming. Let me catch up on some of these. Um, good morning, Don and listeners. Opening snapper weekend has the docks full in Venice. Weather has still been less than cooperative, but plenty of fish being caught regardless. Safe fishing to all. Have a great day. That's from Captain Martha Spencer. Thank you, Martha, and good luck to you. I know you all go for something a little bigger. You all like the tunas, and they've been catching them out there, too. All right, here's one. Uh, someone is heading to Covington. Going to be a hot day. Yeah, I can just about promise you that. I fish and crab with Greg, who taught me fishing etiquette. Could you share with new self-taught fishermen some points about fishing etiquette? Well, there's a lot to talk about there, and I will discuss that with some of our, our, our boat captains. But I can tell you, number one rule, don't get too close. Don't crowd someone. I know when uh, if you pass in a boat and you see the people catching fish every cast, Natural tendency to want to get in on the action. Keep your distance. I would say two casting distances away. And it can it's very courteous. And don't be afraid or bashful to ask, am I too close? Do you mind if I come in a little closer and use your troll motor, shut the big motor off? Don't cut in front of people where they're casting and they're on fish. Those type of things. Just general logic and, and courtesy is most of it. And it depends on where you are, though. There's places like Seabrook Bridge and Lake Pontchartrain where people actually fish, actually tie up boats to boats. But it's all what is accepted there, and there's never too too much communication. Talk to the people and, and see what they'll tell you, and they'll maybe direct you or guide you if you're not familiar with how to approach a school of fish. And then birds is another situation when birds are swooping uh, and, and picking up bait that the fish are driving to the surface. Uh, you don't want to see somebody come in there wide open and just shut it right down in the middle of the birds, and then all of a sudden the bite is off, and they're wondering, well, why'd they stop when we got Anyway, we'll cover those things from time to time. I'm glad you brought that up. Very important point. All right, Kirby's going to the camp with his son. Glad to hear that. Kenneth McCoy and Brooke McCoy, they're going to Grand Isle for the first uh, red snapper season. Is this your first trip of the season, or is this the first time ever? Uh, either way, I think you're going to find it to your liking. A snapper are very, very plentiful out in the Gulf. Uh, here's Big Henry. Shell Beach, he's there this morning. No fish last weekend. Wind was bad. Yeah, it did blow last weekend. Uh, we got a Nautic Star headed down to Sweetwater Marina. Hopefully we'll catch some speckled trout and redfish. Hoping the wind's not too bad. Uh, and here's another one. You know, we talk about jargon and different terms, and, you know, we have a lot of people who are not really that familiar with it. And here's a text from one of our Baton Rouge listeners. says, for those of us who only know about fish and game from Saturday mornings with you, what is a croaker? Uh, a croaker, well, it's a term for a $100 bill in some circles, but a croaker is a saltwater fish. It's a member of the drum family, um, and they're a preferred bait, and they're kind of a mystery fish. Uh, we used to catch croakers uh, two, three pounds. You could catch them offshore at the rigs. You could catch them in the bays and the ponds and in the saltwater areas, and they can tolerate a lot of freshwater too. But for some mysterious reason, large croakers, anything over 
eight or ten inches is almost non-existent. They're very hard. Every once in a while, a big one will show up somewhere. And they got to be big enough to breed because there's thousands and thousands of small croakers, which are very popular bait for speckled trout, particularly late in the summer. Uh, you hook them through the lips. Some people hook them under the dorsal fin. Some people don't put any weight. You free line a croaker. You let him swim. And there's this old story, which I don't believe is true because I don't think fish have consciousness and understanding and emotions. But the thing is that they say croakers eat speckled trout eggs. So there is a hatred <laughs> among speckled trout for croakers, and that's why they attack them so viciously. One last thing about fishing with live croakers. When you get a bite, when you feel see your line moving or you feel a little weight on it, let him have it. Do not set the hook immediately because a croaker is not like a shrimp. A shrimp will fold real easy like a cheap suit in a trout's mouth. Croaker won't. Croaker's a tough little bird, and the trout has got to get him positioned and get him down in there good in the throat before you can set the hook. So let them swim up. They're very unlikely to spit it out when they get a live croaker because they're pretty doggone sweet and tasty. All right, there's your croaker lesson for this morning. We'll be back after this and got some more text messages to read, got some calendar items, and uh, remind you, get that ROLP, Recreational Offshore um, Permit. It's free. Get it off of the Wildlife and Fisheries website, R-O-L-P, Recreational Offshore Landing Permit. It's as legally binding as your basic and saltwater license. You can be ticketed if you don't have it. And you can do it on your phone, too. Back right after this. And that music you are hearing, uh, I will be hearing later today. Uh, I'm starting my Memorial Day weekend off by performing the second only wedding ceremony in my life. Um, (laughs) I've been asked to uh, join a couple in matrimony this afternoon and uh, have accepted the the mission to do that. But let me ask you this. How many of you remember the first marriage I did? It was 13 years ago. It was widely publicized. Where was that? If you know, text me, 870-870. Also got another one on the books for next year to do in Texas. This is, this is maybe getting out of hand. Maybe I missed my calling. I don't know. All right, getting back to the text messages. Uh, someone says we really had a, over a 100% increase in fishing license sales in April. Check your math, LOL. Well, the way the wildlife and fisheries figured is they've got those 18,901. So there were 18,901 plus a few more. They consider that a 53% increase. I understand it's it's double, and it's all semantics. You can call it 100. You can call it 53. It's twice the license sales that were sold from year to year. So it's uh, it's good news, but it's bad news. It's good news in that the state's got more funds coming in, more people are getting out fishing. The bad news is uh, when you've got a state that says we're being overfished and you got more people, twice as many, going out there, how is that going to fit into the equation? All right, uh, I got some more text messages here. Let's see. We I know we uh, we're hearing from some people going out snapper fishing. Uh, we got someone else that's uh, who was that? Oh, um, the Mad Truckers checking in with us, and uh, Team Lastall. They fished last week. Um, oh, Thursday down in Hopedale. This past Thursday, live shrimp under cork. Pretty simple stuff. That was the ticket. Headed to the barn with a. Box full of fish. That's Team Last Stall. And Justin in the Gentilly Wildlife uh, Management Area, 
He says, my neighbor leaves cat food for feral cats. That attracts possums and coons. It will do that. How can I get her to please stop doing that? Well, Justin, my first piece of advice would be maybe she's unaware of it. Maybe she is and she likes it. But it's not a good idea to have those guys come around your house. Um, Other than that, asking her to stop may be one thing. Uh, Other than that, I I couldn't tell you. Other than they need to get rid of them, you can trap them and relocate them, but that's not going to make sure more come. I mean, uh, it just goes on in a lot of places. Uh, People want to put – they're doing good. They're putting food out for cats. But the coons and the possums love that cat food. All right, uh, the River Rat says drivers and mechanics at CNS Wholesale love the show. Keep up the great work. Uh, good for you. All right, text us, 87870. I've yet to get a text in, and I want to get some of these this morning. And maybe there's not that many of them gone out, or maybe people opened the envelope or considered it junk mail and just threw it out without reading it. But Ducks Unlimited this month, the uh, senior marketing person and uh, membership chairman <clears throat> has sent out a questionnaire and says, I would like to see Ducks Unlimited, and they give you some choices like uh, host more events, provide more information on projects, give more information about how my gifts are used, supply more on how-to information for duck hunters, focus more on environmental issues or provide more information on training dogs, and offer discounts on waterfowling equipment, and another is improve the website. And I ask you to check three. But there's also a comment section, and they asked you, if you're not going to be renewing your membership, tell them why. And I'd like to hear if you have gotten out of the – I have not been a member for the last two years, and in a little bit I'm going to tell you what my comment said that I sent in, and maybe more of you will do the same thing. All right, we're coming back after this. Jeff Rule's got a fishing report. Uh, those of you who like to fish Lay Lake in Alabama, he's got a report for you. He's also going to cover the North Shore Rivers, Delacroix Island, freshwater fishing, Chafalaya Basin. He gets around. we got information for you coming up next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And as just a few minutes ago, uh, Robbie Campo reports they are completely out of shrimp at Shell Beach at Campos Marina. The boat is dragging close there in Shell Beach. So you can maybe run into the boat and pick some up and before the boat gets back. And when the boat gets back, they'll have shrimp again. But he suggests stop at one of the bait shops up the road. Uh, bait Incorporated, maybe. Uh, Eddie Pintus has some shrimp, as does uh, Tony Kutcher. There's places right there on Paris Road where you can pick up some shrimp because you don't want to be disappointed if you're a shrimp fisherman when you get down to Shell Beach. All right, Jeff Brule joins us now. Jeff, uh, good morning. Thank you for being on with us. Tell us about Lake Lay, Alabama. First of all, give us uh, uh, some uh, logistics, where it's located and basically the size of it and what's around there. It's pretty close to Birmingham, Alabama, and it's on the Coosa River Change. You have like Neely Henry and Gunnersville and all those lakes that come down that side of Alabama. And, uh, you know, a lot of spotted bass on it, like all the other lakes, but uh, they do have a good selection of largemouth, too. Uh, uh, pretty much the spawn is over. It's a uh, <clears throat> time to go check main lake points. And you can do that. Just look for the old spawning pockets where they might be and eat those swim baits and jigs and top waters early in the morning. And that's mainly due because they have a early, they have a early morning shad spawn up going on up there. And, uh, some of the reports I got from some of the guys saying, you know, the top water and shad patterns early in the day is a good way to pick up a few fish. And then you just have to kind of hop from point to point till you fill out your limit. And they said about 18-pound sack is doing pretty good in that area. But it's just a, basically a long river chain that's been dammed off like some of the other lakes. But uh, excellent fishing up there. 
right, very good. What about closer to your home, North Shore River? What's going on in Tanchpaho, Chifuncta, Pearl, Bayou Liberty, those places? Uh, well, it, the reports are good, but it kind of depends on what the rain we get next week. But this weekend, uh, it's the, the the weekly reports have been it's been tough because it has that west wind. It pulls the water out of the marsh. That clear back water comes out of the woods, and that that kind of kills the drain bite. Which you know, a lot of times with the falling tide, that's where the fish are going to set up. But uh, hopefully, if the the pearls continue to fall, and it's at ten feet right now, and it's predicted to fall on the rest of the week. But like I said, that depends on the rain. If we get a lot of rain. Monday and then the rest of the week, and that's going to be out of the picture again. But I've seen some um, some pretty good sacks come off some of the tournaments, 14, 15 pound stringers off some of the <clears throat> North Shore River. So there is possibility you can catch some good fish. You know, you want to hit the outside trees or again early morning spawns of the shad will, is a good place to target. If you can find some shad still schooling or the fish feeding on them, sometimes you can catch some fish quickly just throwing top waters early in the morning and then after that you just have to kind of slow down and try to try to pick a few off here and there because uh the the, the tick ball and all that area they said the, top, the bite's been real tough because of that west wind mm-hmm. uh how about the basin uh, a few reports trickling in uh I, yeah i got some from some of the pan fishermen they said the with the high water that's kind of set everything back it's kind of tough, you know. The basin side's high, and the Verrett side got a little high water in it. And uh, but I have seen some reports and talked to guys that are kind of targeting these um, floating mats and uh, vegetation, and they're using Texas rigs and flukes and sometimes spinner baits because uh, the shad over there are spawning and they spawn around that type of structure cover in uh, the, the basin and the uh, Verrett area. So that'd be the thing to target is if you can find shad flicking into some of this vegetation is uh fish those mats pretty hard because um, that's where you're going to catch fish and jeff place you've been fishing lately delacro that marsh there what's going on over that way uh the fish are moving in their summertime spots you're going to catch them on points some of the bigger lakes are having some fish and if you find these uh, big huge grass beds on these lakes uh, they're basically just a big area that uh has a grass to the top, and you just fish the outside edge of it, or you throw kind of right into it with some frogs and things like that. That's that's where uh, some of the fish are starting to set up. You know, the kind of the bad news of that is you find a lot of scattered fish. I think the other day we went, every time we stopped, we caught one or two small fish or a good fish, but just like one here, one there, and you had to pick up and move again. But the good news, if you find the right area, like we did, we found a couple spots we caught over a dozen fish off one point. So you have to just kind of keep moving until you hit those spots. But like other marsh areas around the state, they're real massive miles of water, so it can be kind of intimidating. But just, just keep working and keep moving. You know, I wouldn't stay any place longer than about 10, 15 minutes before I'd move to maybe the next point down the, down the lake because um, that's the way you find them is just keep moving. But with our trip, the weightless plastics and spinnerbaits seem to be the best. Uh, the fish are targeting shad and brim down in, in the marsh. So a white and chartreuse spinnerbait with a Colorado willow combo is just—it's just great for covering water, and the fish react to it pretty good. So that's what I'd start throwing until you uh, found you a good point that you can sit on for a few minutes and catch a few fish and some nice ones. We have caught some—I caught one over five, and we had several threes this week down there fishing. So it's—it's it's fun fishing, good, good quality fish. 
That's good fish for marsh fishing. Jeff, are you getting any reports from anyone on False River? I know the cookie jar tournaments have resumed. They have them on Tuesday and Friday night. Martha and I are planning on fishing one, and that area has really been making a, a pretty good comeback. Have you heard anything from any of your buddies on what's going on over there? Yeah, I heard there's a, a good catfish bite. Uh, you can you know soak worms or some stink bait on some of the flats, and the, this time of year the catfish spawn all over South Louisiana. You can target those. They said the brim is still biting, but the the bass is kind of an early morning deal with the with the shad spawn that they have going on. Pretty much like uh, Concordia, all the other oxbows coming down the Mississippi River along Mississippi and Louisiana. You get that early morning, probably about forty five minutes around daylight time, and if you know the right seawall or area that's a shad or spawning, flicking in, the bass come up and feed on them pretty heavy. And then after that, it's kind of a grind to catch fish because they, they basically just get out and suspend this time of year and those, those make make it tough to catch when they suspend off those docks and deeper water you just they just scattered and you just have to work for them to catch them well false river was an excellent big bass spot uh, a couple a decade or so ago and i sure would like to see it come back and from what i hear it, it may well be on the way back jeff thanks for your report have a great memorial day weekend and we'll catch up with you next time all right, thanks, Don. All right, Jeff Brule. Next coming up is uh, Daryl Carpenter. Grand Isle is going to be a busy place this Memorial Day weekend, and so will Elmer's Island. We'll get the fishing report info for you. Coming up next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, if you're listening to me on the radio and you were driving off the Luling Bridge headed south and you had your blue and white kayak in the back, you might want to check the bed of your pickup truck. Someone lost it out of the back of their truck. That's our report from Eric Mohabarak, who's got a kayak report coming up in just a little bit. But right now, let's talk to Daryl Carpenter. Daryl, somebody may be coming to Grand Isle thinking they were going to fish in a blue and white kayak, and when they get there, they're going to be in for a surprise. They just don't oh, think boy, things like that happen on a Saturday. I guess How not. You, you got to latch it, but you got to make sure you do it right. <laughs> I'm doing good. What's going on down there? Is it a typical crazy Memorial Day weekend on the island? Yeah, it seems that way. But it, you know, looking at the boat traffic passing by the house this morning, it, uh, some of them got out early, like as early as four o'clock. But uh, it looks like a lot of them may have slept in with this weather. With this weather we got, uh, you know, I mean, the skies look a little bit juicy. We don't have any rain or anything yet. Uh, wind's blowing pretty good though, and it, it blew like crazy last night. Uh, you know, it got up to 20 during one part last night. Um, Don, I tell you though, it's it's been really really good all week. I mean, you know, we we fight the wind, we fight the weather out down here where we are with all these big wide open bays and stuff. But for at least a few hours earlier this week, we were able to get out on the beach, and oh my lord, those trout are out there, and they are just waiting. Can I tell you? Uh, I mean, it was fish after fish after fish. You couldn't couldn't hardly keep up. Um, just nice big beach trout coming over the side. But like I said, our problem is Mother Nature. You know, when March left, Mother Nature forgot to bring this weather with her. Um, so as soon as it does calm down, we should be going great. The the bad news I got for everybody that that's coming down here come Memorial Weekend is I don't know what happened to these fish, but yesterday they got really really tough. Uh, I don't think anybody caught more than just a handful of trout yesterday. Um, they just I mean the the weather made it tough to fish where you want to as far as the wind blowing. It's the water's been looking gorgeous with this south wind we've been having on the incoming tide, especially on the west side of the island. Water's been coming in emerald green, beautiful clear clean. 
but all that changes about an hour or so after that falling tide. When you, when the tide starts falling out in the evening, you get you're getting that muddy chocolate milk water, and uh, so your, your morning's been your best. You just gotta, you know. I heard I heard Jeff say it you know, when he was talking about caught a dozen fish off one point. You just gotta keep moving around till you find that spot. That's kind of where we are right now. You move around till you find you a handful of trout. When you do, just sit on them because usually it lasts for a while and you catch a lot of good fish. Yep, the old saying, don't leave fish to find fish, especially when conditions are like they are. Darrell, uh, you're wide open for business, and uh, we're here. Summer is officially here. Tell people how to get a hold if you want to find out about booking a trip to, to the island. Well, as always, they can find me and the other guys on, on your website at, at com. I got realscreamers.com. Uh, we do the social media stuff, or just pick up the phone, 225 937 6288. All right, my friend, battle that wind as best you can. And, boy, as soon as it calms down, I can't wait. We're going to get down there on that beach and nail some of them big trout. Thanks for the report, as always, Daryl. Enjoy your Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, top water would be the best way to do it. You do the same. I hear the pup in the background. He's got a beautiful dog. Listens pretty well, too. All right, we come back after this. Uh, more fishing reports. I'm going to tell you what my response was on why I'm not renewing my Ducks Unlimited membership. Bad boys of the outdoors. Uh, yeah, boating violations during safe boating week. Not good news. It's all coming up right here on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.